Welcome to OK Boomer, a podcast where a borderline boomer reality star mom and her millennial daughter bridge the gap between two feuding generations through celeb news, all things Bravo, their personal lives, and well, you're just going to have to listen to find out. Um, okay, let's get into the podcast. All right. Isn't it highs and lows? I I do have highs and lows. And I teased on my Instagram and our our OK Boomer Instagram um, an experience that I had at the LACMA. And it's my low light of the week. Did you not see this? I honestly, I've this week I've been so disconnected. So okay. Please fill me in. I went to the the LACMA last. Saturday with John Liam and his cousin Katie. Um, the I'll tell people what that is. The Los Angeles County Museum of Art. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles County Museum of Art. That's right, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, haven't been in a really long time. Haven't whatever. But there was a Barbara Kruger exhibit and an Alexander McQueen exhibit. And we we're like, we should go, whatever. So we go to the LACMA. First of all. Alexander McQueen exhibit, not worth going. If anybody was curious, it's so stupid. They don't have enough clothes in there to like right. wear it. It's not like exhibit. the one in New York. The one in no. New York was pretty good. Well, anything in New York is better than the LACMO. Let's just start there. Okay. Yeah. And that may be because I'm bitter, but anyways, so we go to the LACMA and I get a bottle of water. When you're pregnant, you have to be drinking a lot of water, whatever. So I get a little baby bottle of water and I have it in my hand and I'm like walking around, blah, 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 whatever. And somebody comes up to me and it's like, ma'am, you have to put your water in your purse. And I was like, okay, fine. Didn't know. Put it in my purse throughout walking around. I obviously take it out every once in a while to take a sip. I didn't put it back in my purse every time. And so I'm like walking around, whatever. Somebody would come up to me. I mean, like the moment I would take a sip and close it, they'd be like, ma'am, you have to put it in your purse. Why do they even sell it then? That's what I'm saying. That's kind of like the whole point of like, if you guys are so adamant about having this freaking water rule, like just don't allow water bottles in the exhibit, whatever. Obviously I get the message. So I keep my, my water bottle in my purse. When we walk out into an area, that's like, you know, where the elevators are, the stairs are and stuff. That's when I would take a sip of water. Right. Common areas. Like, I yeah. got yelled at even there, like to put, it was just, it was very strange. I was also in a very bad place on Saturday. Why? I was just very emotional. I was just having like a weird, like emotional day. Like I just woke up, I woke up crying. So right. <laughs> already not off to a good start. So somebody like, you know, me, I don't like to get in trouble. No, I know. <laughs> so if you're telling me I'm doing something wrong, yeah, I feel like just so small. <laughs> so yeah. whatever. End up going to like the lobby area to drink my water. And then the last person, like it, it was right after we walked around and did the whole exhibit. The last person who told me to put the water in my bag was so aggressive. Just I don't like, know. You know, it's crazy because Cubans don't, we don't scold or deny a pregnant woman anything because it's bad luck for you, for it's me. Just, it's for so, and I'm so clearly pregnant. I was wearing like a dress that was like, you, you could see, it, it wasn't like I was hiding anything. And I'm just like looking at her drinking my water. Cause at that point I was, oh my God, so that was rageful. Good. Can you, can you imitate the look? Like she got so mad at me. She was so mad that I was looking at her drinking water. She's like, ma'am, ma'am. And then I, and were you then, alone at that point or was no, John Liam? I was with John Liam and I was with Katie. And so I get my water and I'm like, I'm bringing my water outside. Is everyone okay with that? I'm br- like screaming. I open the water bottle. I dump it on the floor and I walk out. <laughs> Never Look, in your, like, listen, that's a different person. Listen, <clears throat> I know that I'm dramatic and like, no, no, no. <laughs> Viva, I raised you. <laughs> Hormonal and Never. Like probably not in my right mind, but it was so warranted. I was, I was so mad. I was so mad, like screaming. You dropped it in the museum area? Correct. And you didn't get arrested? No, I walked out so fast. <laughs> but like, that's like the most 
most most thing no, you've I, ever done. You know I would. That is such a you move. I would <laughs> never, and I would be so mad at you if you did that. I know, like, you're so I know. crazy. I wouldn't well, talk to you for like a week. And I was, and and like John Liam in the beginning was like not mad at me, but not on like, my side. Yeah, like why do you have to make a scene? He was like, obviously this is a policy. Like you knew that they told you so many times. Like, like it, it's your own it, fault. And I was like no this what? is on no so then he he ended up going to a friend's house who told and he told him the story and the friend was like I'm gonna write a letter like he was so mad for me and it made Jolly realize like yeah I guess it really is fucked up I was like why did it take somebody telling you <laughs> like I wanted him in that moment to be like to be like nice shining pregnant. are you crazy she's pregnant and she needs water and she's in the lobby like shut the fuck and, up and, and she's just gestational diabetes that requires I mean, even more anything, water anything like I, I was just I was I was so mad I'm still so mad about it and yeah. I also no, told I, everybody I, I I'm like mad. if you go to LACMA you will never hear from me again like it is a line I have drawn <laughs> again I know I'm dramatic but I don't care okay fuck that either. place Fuck that place. Fuck the Lakma. And it's no, also, I am boycotting that place. It's also not that I've ever been or intended to go. It's not that good. When they had right. the James Terrell exhibit in there for like a while, it was worth going because it's really cool. Everything else is trash. I it's mean, honestly, I'm boycotting it. I don't know that I would boycott like the MoMA for you. No, I I, I wouldn't boycott the MoMA. And by the way, if I poured water in the MoMA, I would be still be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's my low light. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's, and and my highlight is Top Gun Maverick. Oh man, I'm going today. Mm, that movie. God. Really? I, I mean, the highest of the highlights, mommy. That movie is so fun. We we left the theater and I just looked at John Liam and I was like, that was the most fun I've had in a really long time. <laughs> really? You're, you're just on a roller coaster. Like there's no action movie that are made that's made like that anymore. And usually sequels of something so iconic are so disappointing. This one is really not. They really did a good job. They did a good job. You're going to love it. I'm going to go today. I need, I need a high and it has nothing to do with, you know, I, I remind myself constantly to be grateful and all that stuff, but I don't know, you know, it just feel like, you know, Mm -hmm. I just feel like that. Well, um, this is gonna this is gonna put a pep yeah. in your step, girl. I'm telling you, you're and gonna then love it. Something really weird happened to me yesterday. I went to do my first, third Morpheus treatment, which is the micro needling with it's like micro needling with um, ultrasound, basically, mm-hmm. and it's three treatments. Each treatment, the needles get progressively deeper. I had forgotten about that, and they Oof. give you nitrous oxide, and I was completely high. So what I think that happened. I got there. It was early in the morning. They put numbing on your face for mm-hmm. one hour because it's a painful procedure. And really yeah. the numbing really takes care of most of the pain. Then Glenda got there and they put numbing on her and we were talking and Glenda says that I was already a little high. And it's like, how can I be high? I hadn't sucked the thing of the nitrous oxide, but I think that the tank was open in the room, like the machine. So I was in there for like 45 minutes by myself. When they put the thing on my face, I started feeling high. So at some point I started telling the girl, is this thing get into my bloodstream? Could it make me high? It was really weird. By the time she started doing like the really painful parts and I was screaming, like scream, bloody faced, screaming and like slurring. Well, when I left there, remember I told you I had taken, like I was going to go do my nails. I hadn't done them in forever. I got yeah, there. You were like out of commission. It, but did you hear me how weird I was talking? Not really. When I got home, I, I, I was I just went to sleep for a while and I have felt so weird the whole time that I'm like, I'm just drinking tons of water to see what it is. You know, I don't know. I mean, you were uh, on drugs. What do you mean to see what it is? You were like on drugs, drugs. You did no. a procedure. So you think you were like overexposed to the nitrous or, oxide? Or I think it interacted with something that I normally take or something. Weird. And, no, super weird. So that's your low light? It was my low light because I, I still don't feel hundred percent normal. Yeah. And, and the, and me not being able to get to the bottom of it is a problem because I yeah. know it has nothing to do with the actual procedure. So maybe I'm just crazy. Well, we all know you're a little crazy. So 
So that was it. We only have low lights. No, I had a highlight. My highlight was Top Gun. Mm. The right, highest. Well, next week I'll have two two highlights. Yeah. Wait. Can you give us an update on your boobs? Um. They are a lot smaller. <laughs> I am so happy that they're a lot smaller. <clears throat> the other day, your sister sent us in our group chat a picture of JLo in her bathing suit. Oh my and God. she's smaller than I am right yeah. now. But it makes you realize that yeah. that you don't need like these giant boobs to be sexy or hot. In fact, it's quite the opposite. You think it's JLo? Big mama cow boobs make you look old. Big mama cow boobs. And ridiculous. You know what I mean? So yes, I'm, I'm happy that I did it, but I have pain that I didn't have the first time. Like, well, you're like older. I feel a lot of pain. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm very fragile. Yeah. I'm As you get fragile. older, you get more fragile. Yeah. You're brittle. Like I, I, yeah. <laughs> and I still like within the next couple of years want to do like a lower facelift. I don't well. know what have it in me. Yeah. And, like, and that's going to be, that's like not an easy recovery. I'm sure. I don't know. I have so many friends that have done it. They seem fine. Well now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They seemed fine during, but whatever. I'm not going to do it now. Cause that's the whole reason I did this thing and I'm still swollen and I still, yeah. you know, whatever, but it's incredible. By the time that you're older, I just don't even think that you'll have to do any like actual plastic surgery. it's all going to be lasers because because this thing for, you know how i don't like fillers and i don't like whatever that look i don't like i look at housewives and i'm like e, you know i think i look at housewives to see and, and what you general, don't want what i don't want like i don't i don't want the circle tits <laughs> and no. i don't want the lips and i don't want the frozen face and i don't want to look like a joker i just but i do want to look like fresh you know what i mean of course so this works. This, this stuff is good. Okay. Um, so I'm happy about that. But anyway, um, you know, this is completely unrelated, but in my darkness, I was thinking, I think it was maybe last night or during the day that I feel sorry for my future grandchildren. Like terribly what? sorry, not has anything to do with you. It's like of all the decades and centuries or whatever to be born into mm. I think that this is absolutely the worst I've, I've started watching like a show which is old called dark web which is very terrifying mm -hmm. but the truth is that the shit that's going on in the world like in the 50s in the 60s there was such an innocence right we didn't know yeah. that much we know too much now well, I, I agree. And I think there's like a lot of people now who are like, it's a very terrifying concept to bring kids into the world because first of all, aside from like knowing too much of like social media and what it's doing to our brains and all this stuff, the world is on fire also Absolutely. like literally climate change is like Miami right. will be underwater in 15 years. Like that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff, for sure. like the worst tropical, we're going to have the worst tropical storms this year this ever. is going to be a super active year for hurricanes i the whole thing feels like i have this meme that i put up the other day that was just so accurate which was like an alien you know instead of it being it says at this point i don't consider an abduction i consider it a rescue a rescue mission. no it's and, and true it is. it's it's it like is. horrifying but we have to have faith in you this do you do generation. no you can't live like that yeah. And, and also you can't, you can't make decisions based on what's going on right now. Like everything is shitty and you just have to have hope. And you, and, and if you don't have a child, how would you know that, you know, Ethel or Francesca or whatever, oh I forgot God. the name of my grandchild, um, that she won't be the one to, to be a huge disruptor and make a change. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, she won't, but yeah. <laughs> You don't know that. No, you don't, don't know, know that. that. I'm just kidding. I'm just I was kidding. watching the, the whole documentary about Cheryl Crow last night, which oh, you would I love Cheryl enjoy. Crow. It's just a Cheryl I Crow. I went through a so Cheryl Crow phase uh, leading up to my wedding. I don't know why, but like blasting her music. Like if it makes you happy. Oh my God. It was my number I one played song. I soak up the on, on my Spotify wrapped for 2021, number one was if it makes you happy. And I was like, this is that's your anthem well let me tell you watch the it's on a, i don't know if it's showtime anytime whatever she is 
she's kind of awesome. She kind of, she's amazing. Yeah. She's kind of awesome. Um, she's very driven. She speaks her truth. She, she was way ahead of her time with everything, you know, with, with, with just like equality and love equality and, mm-hmm. and everything, everything. I just, I like, I enjoyed that. See, that was a highlight. I liked her. I like strong what women. What did that, that have to do with anything we were talking about? That are not bullshit. Oh, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> because, because your daughter, Lilibeth or whatever. Lilibeth. Where are you I like getting that. these names the queen, from? The queen. But your, your names are so like, like you were born in Cape Cod and like, we're the whitest of the white. You're a Cuban woman and you're like, but what do you want me to tell you? Yolanda? No, I'm just saying like, I I just think you're so like in that direction. Oh, okay. So you're naming the kid Selena. No, I just mean like, yes, you are. Lilibeth is just a lot. That's But Stapleton is a lot. But that's why you have to juxtapose certain. Okay. Okay. We're going to, we're going to water down. Yolanda. The the whiteness of your child. Anyway, the point (laughs) is that how do you know that in, in she wouldn't be like a Cheryl Crow. No, or somebody. Listen, I can only add to the world where you now, how many years later can, you know, during your wedding, scream out the words to that song so yeah anyway so but 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 it's concerning for me I know because I'm tired (laughs) I I hate that whole feeling like oh you know everything because I'm tired and this is because I'm tired and that is because I'm tired but it's exhausting when you're in the workforce when you're dealing with people that are just not honest and forthcoming when you're not whatever it's like this world fucking sucks I went out it's awful it's yeah. awful but you we you gotta have faith if you didn't have a child you'd be sitting around the whole time thinking i wish i had a child and if it makes you happy it can't be that bad exactly honestly right? it all goes back to cheryl crow for us <laughs> it does full circle yeah all right um, lead the way okay celeb news let's get into it there's some there's some stuff to talk uh, I'm glad because about. At my reactions to these things are going to be firsthand reactions because I have been... You don't know anything. No, I'm working on my cookbook too that I have a deadline and it's like anytime I sit in front of the TV, I put the thing on my lap and hope that, you know, some kind of... Because it's not just recipes, you know. Right. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So first and foremost, listen, we are, we are against, at least I am, I'm fully against talking about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp because I, oh, me too. I hate over this it. whole thing, over but it, over, over. just to at least like address it, it's he won. over and he won, which is like <laughs> Be- beyond, which is consistent with what I'm talking about with this world. It's like people suck, jurors suck, lawyers everybody suck, sucks. the whole judiciary system well, sucks. Listen, I also think Johnny Depp, this was the greatest role of his life. He should win a freaking Oscar for Actually, this Actually, let me show you my shirt that Glenda got me that it's very, it's exactly how I feel. Do I need to call in my flying monkeys? Yeah. I don't get it. Oh, okay. Well, is it like a Wizard of Oz thing? No, it's not a thing. I like that. Well, I don't know if it's that. No, I don't think so. It's just the world is so fucked up. At what point do I cue the flying monkeys? That's such a weird shirt. You're such well, a boomer. I'm not a boomer. Look at my I cool just, shirt. That doesn't really cool. mean anything. Yes, it does mean something. <laughs> it's just that it's more subtle, which by the way, like millennials invented the subtlety of, of even communication. Like, sure, but we don't wear graphic tees like that anymore. That's very, well, I uh, care. 2006. I, 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 this is hot topic. Home. Okay, fine. I'm home, but you, but you do wear like rock t-shirts, vintage rock t-shirts. Not you, uh, me. People, <laughs> I like, love them. I do not do that. The only vintage rock t-shirt I have is a Jonas Brothers shirt from the 2019 concert and the 2022 concert. That's really kind of cool. Oh, you have no idea. It's my John Liam. Every time I put it on, he's like, "Please don't wear that." <laughs> it's not part of his aesthetic. It's beyond that. He's like, people are going to think I'm a pedophile. If I'm, I'm walking around with my wife who is wearing a Jonas Brothers shirt and I was like, and if that's what they think, that's it, what it they is what think. it is. Okay. So okay. Amber Heard has to pay Johnny Depp 15 million, but then he has to pay her 2 million. My question is, does Amber Heard have that money? I have, I didn't know who Amber Heard was before this. Well, um, and she's exactly. probably going to, um, 
appeal. And um, she will. Well, and and the thing is that I don't think that he cares that much about being paid. I think he's just happy he won. Exactly. Okay. Well, whatever. Let's move on. I freaking hate them. Um, Have you heard the Kim Kardashian Impossible Meat controversy? Yes. (laughs) And I've seen the commercial thing. She doesn't eat it. She doesn't touch it. She doesn't whatever. She's like Jada. Okay, so for everybody who doesn't know, Kim Kardashian is the spokesperson now for um, Impossible Meat, which is like a plant-based meat. And she did a commercial where she's like the chief taste tester. And they're showing clips of her chewing and eating the food, but like there's no bite marks in the burger. There's no bite marks in like the chicken tenders or whatever she's eating. And people are like, what? Here's the thing. She posted on her Instagram story though outtakes of her actually eating the food to be like guys come on but it's also funny. it's probably because they didn't want her to have stuff in her teeth or something yeah, man. I mean, who knows she's a freaking makeup mogul like but she's she not the right makeup. person you know what i mean this is why i think she is the right person i mean talk about the world being on fire we're it's, talking about it it's it and like it's good that she's in endorsing like you know, plant-based meat products as opposed right. to like, whatever, like if Kim Kardashian is doing that, that's great. And yes, we're talking about it. And also who cares? When did everyone become so like crazy about like continuity and whatever watching commercials? And it's like, why is everybody a freaking critic? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. We can't mm-hmm. just watch a commercial. No. no, if you put something out there, it is subject to either praise, um, criticism ridicule it's weird um yeah that was the kim k thing the other thing is this is not news but i just thought are you watching the kardashians still the show i watched the other day i watched the proposal we haven't watched after that okay so this episode after that nothing major happens but there's a scene where chris jenner and kylie are like driving in the car together and they decide they want to do like regular people things so they go to the grocery store and then they go through like a drive through car wash when I tell you I had the biggest smile on my face watching them do like normal people stuff <laughs> I was like I'm celebrities as- they're just like us but like it, it really is <laughs> like they they really can't do shit like that no Going they to the are the most or, famous, like seriously. You see people like taking videos of them, like trying to be like subtle and stuff. It's like, that would drive me crazy. But then going through a car, uh, uh, what's it called? A drive-through car wash. Oh, it Did was they have fun. So, they had the best time. Did it remind you of times with me? No. Come on, don't be a liar. <laughs> I have a little, I have a little uh, Chris Kardashian in me you're the same age no she's a lot older than me let's not Um, go crazy the other thing was on this past week's episode was um kim finally talks about like how her and pete davidson met and like how they got together or whatever and she basically says which i love this so much she she was like we met on snl he didn't come to my after party he didn't even get my number, nothing. So she reached out to somebody to get his number. Like she yeah. was the aggressive, the aggressive move, yeah. the aggressive move. And like, she basically said, I wanted to find out what this, like, but you're such a, fool. this guy is about. And she said that she was DTF. She was like, I was also just down to fuck. I was like, Kim. Yes. And she did that that day. No. I, oh, I okay. Think she, I, I think she was saying I reached out because of, and, then, and you see that as a power move? Absolutely. It's somebody, I, I, it's, it's I, a woman, the flip a side woman of that? going after what she wants and not waiting for somebody to make a move. Why do you have to wait if you know what you want? Right. Also, the by the way, the flip side of that okay. is that the power move was on his part. Oh, it was a thousand percent on his way. That's what ugly guys do. The guys that don't have, no, because you don't see him ugly anymore. Because when you look at Pete Davidson, you're, you're seeing now him through the eyes of, you know, Kim Kardashian, Kate Beck, whatever her name is, the Ariana Grande and like big penis. That's how you see it. I do it too. I get it. But he is empirically an unattractive man. Mm. okay? Okay. From Staten Island. Okay. okay. Exactly. No, I'm saying he is not 
from Rye, New York, and with chiseled features of a Kennedy. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, oh, baby. I'm very white about... leaning. You okay, love I'm sorry what... that I'm so... Lizbeth, the Kennedys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, uh, Denzel Washington. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Who's so hot, you know, or in his day when he was younger. The point is that people like him have learned that how to play the game how to play the game and I so everybody play. goes to her everybody goes like oh him and he didn't so the power move was him it was like i agree he, he sitting going like five four three two and there it is yeah listen i'm not disagreeing with you i think that he also played a game here i i think playing the game is a two-way street but i'm just saying i appreciate that she Kim Kardashian. You appreciate that she fell for it. Okay, good. I appreciate that she still went after something that she wanted and didn't give a fuck about. Of course, she's she's also like, I'm Kim Kardashian, right? Megan Fox had had texted Kim after she found out that Pete Davidson and Kim were together and was like, is this real? And Kim was like, yeah. And she's like, Pete had asked for your number like a couple weeks ago. And I told him absolutely not. And like never in a million years. So it's like, you find out that he was trying to pursue her, you know? Right. Well, see, that's what I, I don't know that I like that about him because part of, part of the draw of Pete Davidson, right. When somebody is not just like attractive, right. When you just see like, you know, you see David Beckham, I'm just giving you examples of people that I'm trying to think, you know, just his attractiveness carries so much weight, but this guy doesn't. And so I think that the fact that he knows he has to play that game, that he kind of practices the game that he whatever you don't like that that. no I don't like that I don't like that he set her up that he played her like a violin he did it was his only chance when she was hosting SNL to to like see if this was going to work I think right to see if this is going to work because what they have so much in common you whenever we talked about about this you are always like this is like gonna last a long time I, no I do think it's gonna last it but I'm not telling you that you're asking me about you are you know commending her for whatever and I do I don't disagree with that you just but, don't like that he played a game yeah you're very confusing he's too ugly but that's what I'm saying. If you think he's ugly, then he has to compensate for that and play a game. And he did that. He he's like using By everything. By the way, I no has. longer think he's ugly. Traditionally speaking, he's not like classically handsome, which I understand. But you're saying he's not classically handsome, so he has to use his other assets, which is being funny, being tall, having big dick energy, whatever it is. And then you're you're upset that he's using what he has, which is the ability to play a game. Eso no entiendo, chica. <laughs> You're still on drugs. That's what we're going to talk it up to. Okay. Also, I had this conversation with John Liam. This is, this is a, a different. About me? No, no, no. Because he loves to talk about me. We don't talk about you. Um, he wanted the, to see a picture of my boobs. Well, he was curious about the, the surgery. <laughs> don't you think that's weird? <laughs> he said. No, I think he Don't wants make me. it sound like that. He said. Did your mom get her boob job? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, how much smaller are they? And I'm like, they're, I think they're like a C. And he's like, is she going to send you a picture? I was like, why? <laughs> it's when you put it all together <laughs> with some of the shit that he's bought me to wear. <laughs> yeah. He's got a kink. When Johnny and I first started dating, like one of the first Christmases that he came to Miami to like spend with my family, he woke up in the morning. He didn't have any gifts on for Christmas my family Eve, on, right Chris- uh, on Christmas day, walked to American apparel. Okay. Which was open on Christmas day and bought my mom a short red backless dress. Side boob, major side boob. And then wrote on like the box. Like, I can't wait to see you wear this. And then, but no, but then he, he kind of caught himself and said, this is so weird. I don't know why I'm doing all this is on the box. Yeah. All of it is on the box. I know this is awkward. I shouldn't have bought you this dress, but I hope you like it. He's a lunatic. Um, yeah, it doesn't make him sound like he doesn't want you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's been a long time already, but maybe at the beginning. In the beginning, and then he like fa- like got to know you and was like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Tell me more celeb news. Anything else? Um, the only other thing was on this last week's episode, like Kim Kardashian bought herself a plane, like a private plane, and it is. It is, I mean, the money, 
the money better than that, Johnny's because like, Johnny's redoing mommy, a no, seven, no, no. seven seven seven. It's that she has so much taste that it's like she did all the wood very light. You know how like yeah. airplanes have very dark wood. It's all light wood. All the seats are cashmere. They, it's like it's it's insane. And and she. This is why I love this version of the Kardashians because they're talking to the camera. It's very like breaking the fourth wall sometimes. So she's doing almost like a tour of it, like talking to the camera and she's really giving us everything. Like she's showing us, this is what I did. This is whatever. Whereas like, you know, the other show would be like, show the plane B-roll, and then we move on. Because Kim Kardashian was really the first influencer. Kim Kardashian knows that we, she has known that we want to see the real thing. Mm. We want to see it all. We want to see it unedited. We want to see whatever we're super voyeuristic. That's what makes a good influencer. You show everything. Yeah. She lets us in. And we love that. Yeah. So thank yeah. you. Kim. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. Bravo bullshit. Bravo bullshit. Okay. Um, there's two things. Yeah, there's two things. So let's, let's get, um, Beverly Hills out of the way first. Okay. Um, before I think into- to me, we should get Dubai out of the way because, okay, let's get Dubai out of the way. Goodbye, Dubai. Goodbye, honestly. Dubai. I am, I mean, I'm not into it at me all. neither. And I've got to tell you, the reason I believe they fucked up is by putting Americans on the show. Yeah, I guess. It cheapens it. To me, what I think they, where they went wrong was, um, they, it's, it felt like a parody of a housewife show. It's because so they stylized. Were imitating, it's, yeah. Here's the issue. When Salt Lake City came out, it was at the height. It, it's, I mean, we're still at the height of like what housewives is like people are obsessed with it. When a new franchise comes out, like people get very excited. Dubai. I think there was so much excitement around it because it's the first international franchise. Not the for, first. Don't they have London, Melbourne, all that? No, not they housewives. Have housewives Melbourne, not on Bravo or I don't know. They probably did, but I'm talking about now. Real Housewives franchise is a much bigger thing now than it ever was before. Releasing a new a new franchise, a new city is going to be a big deal right now because people are going to be like, oh my God, new characters, we're international, Dubai has so much money, blah, blah, blah. Lifestyle, yeah. That they stylized it in a way to be like, we're going to shoot this like a Real Housewives show. There's people on it in their interviews saying things that like, they think that they should be saying it doesn't feel real. It, it, doesn't. it doesn't feel like I want to see my girls getting ready in their closet with their glam squad and like shit all over the place. And then going to an event and fighting. I, I want to feel like they're all friends. I want to feel like I'm in it. And this just felt so discombobulated yeah. and like a parody of itself. I was so bored by it. I didn't even finish it. No, I didn't either. Um, I, I you know, there's a formula, you know, this as a producer that they believe it works and it's hard to get it right because, you know, a lot of people tell me like Miami and, and I always say it, like, I really want Miami to do well because I don't want Miami to be seen as a like DC, right? Like one of the franchises that never made it. Right. So if I was ever part of something, I want to be part of something that's still thriving Good. and successful. Right. right. So the way that they shot Miami feels different than a regular housewife show, but to its credit, I prefer it. I don't know. I think it's yeah. diff- a little different. It's a little Vegasy. It's a little, um, a little more gritty. You yeah. Play that next to uh, Beverly Hills, but but they also get down and dirty. They it, there's so many like accents, you know, between Julia's French accent, Adriana's whatever, and then the the Latina girls that like half the time. I'm Latina and I don't even understand what they're saying, but it's part of the, for people that yeah, but like, how, like you're comparing this to Dubai, how I'm comparing the fact that I think that whoever produced Dubai should not have put them in the, you know, in the real housewife's corner, they should have let it be what it was going to be. There are some good ca- characters on there oh, for sure. There's some great lifestyle. There's some even great cool fashion that we don't even see here. They shouldn't have put the the girl from Boston that then whatever and the other one. I, I think the Americans shouldn't be part of that. Mm. I, sorry. Yeah. I mean, we wanted to see Dubai. We have enough Americans here from all different cities. Yeah. 
So that's know. what I think. So whatever. I was terribly bored. I couldn't watch it. I, I was, was so bored too. Like I couldn't, I really couldn't get through it. Listen, am I, is it hard for me to accept change? Yes. Is it hard <laughs> for me to like get into a show? Yes. You know, so I think I'm biased. Like I'm, I'm sure, listen, if people it'll grow on you, I'm sure it will. But like, as of right now, me, no care. Okay. No, me, no care either. I thought I was going to like it. I wasn't too. Super, I was excited. I, I wasn't doing the countdown. Like I knew Beverly Hills was on, but I never know which day actually. So I thought it was Tuesday. Then it was Wednesday. And I go, wait a second. There's this other show after. So, yeah. um, I, I like Beverly Hills because I love, I do love just the way it's shot. You know what I mean? Like, for example, if I'm going to watch a movie from the first moment it opens, I'll know whether the movie fits what I like and the mood. It doesn't mean sometimes I'll like really dark looking war movies. It, I like that, but I also like this kind of like happy light walking through the streets of New York. Mm-hmm. We're not really sure what's going to happen kind of movie. Nora okay. Efron, <laughs> Get know, to the Nancy point Meyer, on. whatever. Uh, when I, when I look at Beverly Hills, it's, it's a look that I like, but it's an anti-Myers movie. For you. Right. But the content is a war movie. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it's not a war movie. It's just boring. It's just so you like think? exercise in futility. Do I you know, it. you know what an mm. exercise in futility is? It's like, yeah. so why do we spend so much time on crystal and whether or not it was a violation? I want to get into this crystal debate. I am like, <laughs> I don't like her anymore at all. I think I sit, well, then we both sit in the minority of this because I think most people are actually, I think most millennials are on crystal side, but I am not, I'm not on her side either. Here's the thing. Crystal is much younger than the rest of them. I think she might yeah, be, she a, is a millennial. Okay. So here's the issue. I think if you are a millennial in a boomer world, okay, this is very topical for our podcast. Sure. If you are a millennial in a boomer world, you have to be aware of your environment and you have to adapt to it. You have you to adapt. Ca- you cannot throw around the word triggered in a boomer setting. No. And everyone be like, because you love, so you guys love sorry. those words. I, you guys love and, words. and by the way, I understand that I've actually like removed it from my, my lexicon because I'm like embarrassed when people say it now, but it is, it's a therapy word and it's like, it's overused and it's annoying. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Look, I, I don't even know what her issue is. She's I don't got, know either. She's got a very nice life, a very nice husband, beautiful kids. She's smart. She's talented. She's beautiful. Relax. Forget your triggers. Get happy. Well, you know, well, you can't say that either, but here's the thing for, for, for anybody who doesn't know crystal on real housewives of Beverly Hills said that she was triggered by um, everybody coming at Sutton saying that her feelings didn't matter. Cause she was like, well, last year, you guys basically told me that my feelings didn't matter because I was using the word violated when Sutton came into my room and I was naked and she felt violated, which by the way, fair. I don't think that, that violated is, is that strong of a word. I, I just think that the issue was resolved and it was so resolved that Sutton and Crystal became very good friends. So this to is what bring I'm it up again is just so bonkers. And then the next day her coming back to Kyle's house and be, and like, this is the quote that I wrote down because I was like, this is a, a, a clear sign that this is on you, Crystal. This has nothing to do with anybody else. She said, what triggered me was that I was holding it in for so long. That's a you problem. That's you not not addressing your own feelings, but you worked it out with Sutton to the point that you became friends with her, but you are holding it in. And now you're triggered by it because you never processed it. Yeah. That has nothing to do with your friend group. That has nothing to do with having a safe environment to share your feelings. That's a crystal issue. And that's when she lost me. And I was like, Oh, you're so unevolved. Like you think that you're, you're saying all these like words, these therapized, blah, blah, blah. You have no idea what you're talking about. You're not even fucking therapy. I think that's the danger. I think that's the danger of what, um, of what Bravo is doing with real housewives of mixing in generations. Like when everybody was either, um, um, a gen X or a boomer on these shows, I think it worked better because the jump from Gen X and boomers were very, are very similar. Millennials and zoomers are very similar. Right. 
So right. there's a big jump. And so it's I'm like when Leah finding, on New York and Ramona and that whole, like, yes. That's and even in Miami. So I think about Nicole. if I were in Miami today, right. If I were on Miami today, I would not try to compete with a Nicole in no. the, in the same arena, but that's, what's happening. I and know what, what happens? How does it make people my age look stupid, stupid, old, desperate, grasping, be something much more, something that shows that you have the gravitas of the years that you have lived. Also, it's an opportunity to be like, look at what I've learned throughout my years. And let me impart this wisdom upon you, millennial. I just, (laughs) that's the nature of getting older. Uh, I think, I know, but I don't, I don't even think it's a boomer thing. I think millennials are going to get to that point. And Gen Z is going to come in and do that thing where everything feels authentic. I I think that's happening right now. Like when you have a daughter, you realize that you know, if they're at a stage, you're not at the same stage anymore. Like you're very aware of where you are. So I will go to a store and see something might look okay on me, might be able to pull it off, but I'm not trying to pull things off. Yeah, no, I don't, and I don't think you should be. Right. And so then I'll look at, I'll go, this is great for Beva, or this is great for whatever. And maybe eventually it'll be great for Penelope. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think like I kind of bloom where I'm planted and I'm planted where I, you know, age-wise in my fifties, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I bloom where I'm planted because I'm not fighting it. There's so many other things to fight in life, you know? Yeah. And plus I enjoy seeing the stages of your life and I'm going to enjoy seeing the stages of my granddaughter's life. Yeah. It's it's literally just about being exactly where you're at. Just being present. If you're just being being comfortable where you're at instead of wanting to fight it. Right. But that comes with regret. And, and, and I think that this is sometimes, you know, there's an important lesson here. If the fact is that the years, the reason it doesn't bother me, my age doesn't feel like a hindrance is because I've done everything or I'm in the process of doing everything I've wanted to do. Yeah. You only have regret of age when you look back and go, Oh my God, I didn't do this. I didn't didn't do do that. Yeah. Right. So that's one way of getting very comfortable with your age that you feel grateful that you have had the years that you've had and hopefully upcoming years to enjoy the fruits of what you've created. Agreed. So, yeah. I'm so wise. You're so wise. I, I, you go on such tangents, like we were talking about crystal, but I, I, I don't but, see but it, it is, but line, it's related, but, but it's related. It and, and by the way, let's be honest. What is crystal being when she's behaving that way? self-indulgent oh my god this is it podcast. am i right though am i right <laughs> you are absolutely right okay that's it that's all we don't have to dwell on it no more tangents she she is being self-indulgent i also think she just wanted attention it was all yeah. very weird she does want attention i i've turned on crystal is what yeah. i'm telling you and like i hope that she gets me back because i actually do like her but this was a bad episode for her okay um that's it so just general stuff, okay. some housekeeping, podcast yeah. housekeeping. First of all, this is our first YouTube episode. Oh, but you got to put the other ones on. People want- Mommy, to I can't. I, 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 you can upload all the videos to YouTube. No, because I, uh, I cut them and then I save them as MP3 files and then I delete them from my computer because I don't have enough storage. I- Beva. What? Okay. That's, okay, that's fine. Listen, <laughs> this is not a big deal. Who cares? It's fine. It's not like there's any major continuity, only that I think <laughs> millennials no one... are, are self-indulgent. self-indulgent. Yeah. Um, also, I don't think, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. It doesn't well, matter. Well, that's exciting. That's exciting because a lot of people want to watch. And I think there's, you know, yeah, we, I, I do get a lot of requests from people who are like, why aren't these on YouTube? Well, thank like, you for doing the first YouTube episode on a day. I look like shit, but that's okay. Well, that's on you. Um, so how about, no, you don't look like shit. You also don't look like shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to see you next week. We're going to do it together. Yeah. So next week is my baby shower and my mom and my sister and my dad and my stepmom are coming into town and we will be doing the podcast with Kathy. Yes. My sister. So we'll all be together. 
Um, the last time we recorded together, there was like a major echo because we were doing I know. it in the same room. So we're going to do it. Oh, and in we're the same also house. going to be live on my new show on Fireside, which of course they wanted you on because I honestly think that now I'm just going to be your sidekick for the rest of my life. Uh, but it's a show that we're going to, we're going to put the promo on, on our pod, you know, on the, on our Instagram as well, but it's called secret sauce. Secret and it's kind of a cooking show on um, fireside chat. No, it's fireside. It's not called fireside chat. It's just okay, fireside. fireside. <laughs> you download the app. It's, it's not like anybody can create content on there. They're going to come and shoot this at Beva's house. And, um, and then you can participate, be part of the live audience. So yeah, we'll, we'll put that stuff on, on Instagram yeah. so you can So that's going to be watch. fun too. And then we have the shower. We have the baby shower. We'll post photos on the Instagram. Um, and then also wanted to say, so season one will be coming to a close somewhat soon because I have because to have a up. baby. Right, right. <laughs> so this is episode 12. I imagine that we'll probably do like three or four more. Probably before. like three, yeah. So get it while it's hot guys. get it while it's hot and stay and stick with us because we'll get right back to it and we'll get right we'll, back to it i'll definitely post content like from the hospital and stuff like that um Not from the if hospital. you let me yeah like when you look pretty i, I gotta show people my granddaughter and okay. john liam not like me like on stirrups pushing Beva, <laughs> really i don't know i don't know um Wait, we have to do a quiz. I'm like, I, I'm oh, like yeah. trying to wrap up. Go first. Okay. Um, what is a pillow princess? A pillow princess is, is somebody that will absolutely not sleep less than like 10 or 12 hours a night. No. Oh. I want to be a pillow princess. <laughs> I heard this on Bitch Sesh like a couple of weeks ago. Okay. A pillow princess is a receiver, not a giver in a insects <laughs> okay isn't that interesting that is interesting I love that term a pillow princess yeah okay I like that um at one point when I, I, I whatever I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get personal stuff yeah I was gonna say but I was accused me. of having velcro on my back at one point <laughs> You know, I was going through a really lazy period. Listen, I, <laughs> I tell people I'm too pretty to get on top. <laughs> too pretty to, to do any work. Okay. Right. Okay. I don't know. I have a couple of whatever. I think this was going to be easy, but I also think your answer is going to be funny. So I think it's worth it. Okay. Explain to me in your words, what a write-off is. Oh yeah. This is well. I'm scared of saying anything because <laughs> no, 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 just say generally, not you. We're not talking about you. What do you think a write-off is like? Generally? It's, it's an expense that, that you can get money back from during you get money back from or not money back from, but you don't have to. Pay. Okay. Give me an example of a write-off. Okay. So for example, for, for my LLC that I have with John Liam, when we the, have, you're, this is too specific. I'm, this is the only way I can explain it. Okay. <laughs> okay. We work in Hollywood, baby. Okay. Right. Film, TV production. We have an LLC through our company, whatever. When we go out to dinner with a producer, we use that business credit card right. because that's and a write-off. Write okay. So, so you're basically, it's like, you're not paying for it because it's a write-off. Exactly. So it's like, so if I'm buying a computer again, Cause I'm in Hollywood, baby. Right. <laughs> and I need you have to computer. say baby. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm it's a write-off. So you're not technically, you're not paying for it. Right. Because it gets deducted from it gets right. Right. Yes. So who pays for it? The police. <laughs> <laughs> Who's paying for your no. write-offs is the, my question. The, the government, right? The government is paying for yeah. your computer and your meals with fellow producers. Huh? Who's paying for it? <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know, but do I have to know? Um, you know, something like are, who, cares? you know, I uh, honestly just do a little research. I would love for the top of the next show for you to give our audience a comprehensive explanation of what a oh, tax write-off is. You always give me homework, which speaking of long tooth, 
getting old. Yes. And here's an tooth. example. Anna's a little long in the tooth to be getting a boob reduction. <laughs> On the contrary, it would be long in the tooth to get a boob augmentation, but not a reduction. Do you know where the term comes from? No, I, I did, oh, but I forgot. you don't. You don't. Do okay. You? Uh, the expression alludes to a horse's gums receding with age. Oh, okay. So their teeth. And I know a lot of women look like horses. By the way, I'm long in the tooth because my gum, I have gums that are receding. Well, then you need to rinse every day with hydrogen peroxide. Oh, okay. Doctor, Dr. Kim Gosses. DDS. DDS, DTF, Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson. It all comes back around. It all comes back around. Um, Okay, well, next week we'll be in, in person, guys. Thanks Join, for... watch us on YouTube. YouTube, it's okay, Boomer the Pod. Yes, um, okay. I'll post the link on our Instagram when we when we deploy this episode. But the YouTube the YouTube version of the podcast will be longer because it right. will be an unedited, uncut. We're going to be uncircumcised <laughs> yeah. for our podcast <laughs> of videos. They're uncircumcised dish. Um, yeah episodes the jewish pod which i think is good people will see me going on tangents and they'll understand that you cut half the shit out yeah and it's like oh there she goes again okay cool exactly exactly and people will be like wow thank god you know what i'm not gonna watch a youtube video anymore because the other I one like is so much editing. more yeah exactly right <laughs> exactly um okay that's it all right that's it love you i can't wait to see you i know i can't wait to see you either it's going to be a fun week all right guys follow us oh yeah follow subscribe and review and And also subscribe to our youtube channel apparently there's a lot of stuff that you got to do yeah Um, we're having a lot of fun doing this we really are it's it is work mostly for you but we are having fun (laughs) but it's like it's important for us to know that the people who are listening are having fun too so the reviews and and subscriptions is the best way to know because it's not yeah. like we're doing this for all the money that we're getting um so yeah, if you've you, noticed there are no ads yet <laughs> yeah so i mean so if you want it this is al- almost like a pbs commercial like a public television if you want us to stay on you need yeah, to subscribe you gotta tell not, us. we're not asking you for money but we're asking you to stroke our ego yeah which we're, is more we're pillow than princesses okay yeah, pillow princesses um fact, we've that's something mothers and daughters should not know about each other, but okay. Well, you just, you're the one who offered the information that you have Velcro on your back. That's my so. problem. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Love you. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye.